So it's interesting, we start this week's Parsha, the Parsha of Aira begins with the words, Vayidaber, Elohim el Moshe, and then it continues, Vayoymer Elof. Vaidaber means he spoke, and Vayoymer means he spoke. Like in the Torah, we find sometimes Vaidaber Hashem el Moshe Lamer, sometimes it says Vayoymer Hashem el Moshe Lamer. What's the difference between Vaidaber and Vayoymer? So Rashi points out in different places that Vaidaber is like a strong speaking. Amira is a Loshin Draka, is a soft speaking. Why every time Hashem says Vaidaber, sometimes it says Vayoymer? That's something, a subject that you have to look into each place. But in our verse, it's very strange. It begins with the, with the words Vaidaber, and also it says Elohim, both. The word Elohim also represents the measure of Hashem's judgments, the measure of Gevurah. So it says Vaidaber Elohim. But then immediately, Vaidaber Elohim El Moshe, and then immediately he switches to Vayomer, Vayomer I love, and he said to him, soften. Now Rashi already brings down over here in the right in the beginning that the reason why Hashem spoke to him very strictly was because Moshe Rabbeinu spoke disrespectful to Hashem, so to speak. Because in the previous parsha, after God sends him to go to Pharaoh to tell him to let the Jewish people out, and Pharaoh doesn't let him out, it makes it worse. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, Lo Hashem was sort of upset with Moshe Rabbeinu. Why do you speak back to, bad to God like that? You don't trust. And Hashem gives him sort of a, a musr, gives him a rebuke, and says to him, Look, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob... Avram Yitzchavi Yaakov, I promised them, I didn't fulfill, they didn't question me, and you question me. So that explains why Hashem spoke strictly to him. But that does not explain why does it say Vayomer, Hashem spoke, so all of a sudden he changes his tone, and he says Vayomer. And then, another question that one may ask is, why is Hashem saying to Moshe Rabbeinu that Moshe Rabbeinu is complaining? Why shouldn't Moshe Rabbeinu complain? God tells him that you should take out the Jewish people from Mitzrayim, go to Pharaoh. Now, if you follow the Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu was pleading with Hashem, I don't want to go, I, don't, I am not the right messenger, the Jews don't deserve to go out, Pharaoh isn't going to let them go out, why are you sending me? He tried every excuse in the book not to take on this job. God basically twisted his arm and he told him you have no choice. He didn't give him any choice of the matter and he forced him basically to go ahead and do that. So, what do you expect? He goes to Paro, he tells him to let the people go. So he goes back and complains to Hashem because it doesn't work. But as mentioned yesterday, over here, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have to complain because Hashem told him the plan in the beginning. Moshe Rabbeinu knew the plan that Hashem is going to make Paro's heart heavy 
so he won't let them go out. This was part of the plan. Yeah? Okay, that's a good point too. Okay, but in generally, uh, generally speaking, uh, it seems like the reason why it got worse is because, well, as Pyro was saying, you got extra time on your hands. So you're having all these kinds of thoughts of going freedom, you know, if you would work harder. It seems like a natural answer from Pharaoh, not wanting to listen, to actually make it a little bit worse. Okay, that's per- perhaps one interpretation. But the, the uh, Medrash, this is what I'm saying now, the Medrash says, this is the reason why Hashem spoke difficulty to Moshe Rabbeinu. Because really, Moshe Rabbeinu shouldn't have questioned Hashem after he knew that this was part of the plan of Hashem. So why do you question Hashem? Because Hashem said that he's not going to listen to you. So maybe Moshe Rabbeinu should have also expected that it should get a little worse. Also based on the knowing what's going to take place. So therefore, the Pesach says, But yet, as we spoke about yesterday, Moshe Rabbeinu is a devoted leader. Once he took the job, he's all in it. He didn't want the job. But once he got the job, he's going to do it the right way. And when Moshe Rabbeinu sees that the Jews are in pain, and he sees that what he does uh, causes pain, he screams. So like, so he screams to Hashem. So that's why the Medrash says, love. Hashem said, okay. Because initially Hashem was sort of upset with Moshe. How does Moshe Rabbeinu speak like that to Hashem? But since the truth is that Moshe Rabbeinu only spoke like that, not out of his own selfish, it was because it bothered him for the Jewish people. He was in pain for them. So that's why the Pasuk immediately changes within the Pasuk itself. So it says, Madrash Rabbe, it says, Hashem softened the thing, this idea. And this is the general idea we find that the Rebbe speaks throughout the Chumash as we see the unique uh, characteristic of a Jewish leader and that's represented by Moshe Rabbeinu, the ultimate leader of the Jewish people how much devotion, how much they took care of the Jewish people, how much they cared about them even to the extent of giving up from themselves totally in various different situations they put themselves totally on the line and you can see that that is actually what's the difference because real leaders, and we should mention today is the yard site of the Rambam, Rabbeinu Moshe B'Maimon has mentioned this morning, and also the name Rambam is hinted in these parshas, and the Pasuk says so Revois is the Reish, Moifsa is the Mem, Be'eretz the land of Mitzrayim, Egypt, spells out the letters, the words, Rambam. So this Rambam is also in this thing, Moshe Ad Moshe, also as carries the name of Moshe Rabbeinu, Loikom Kemoshe, the true Jewish leaders uh, that the Jewish people have, they don't run to become leaders. Today, as we're in the season of uh, people are running for, for president, you know, they run, you know. And Moshe Rabbeinu, real leaders run away. <laughs> they don't just, run, they don't go, it's like running they, don't, they run away, they run the other way they don't want, why? 
because real leadership is major, major responsibility because when they do that, they know that what it takes and then we have an interesting hint when Hashem was saying to Moshe Rabbeinu he was telling to him you should remove your shoes from your feet because the land that you're standing and the idea is for a Jewish leader has to remove the shoes shoes protect your feet so you don't feel you're walking on a on a stone, you're walking on a piece of wood, something is poking you, your shoes is a protection so that you don't feel you're insulated, you protect your foot from what's going on and what you're stepping on. Jewish leaders cannot have to remove their shoes, meaning that they have to be sensitive to the needs of the community and not allow themselves, other people to, uh, to get and be, uh, and that's the, the measure of a true leader.